Uh, he has moved on to greener pastures. High energy. That is the theme <laughs> of the year, and we're back. Let's go, boys. Oh, Guthrie, we miss you. There are three men left. Guthrie lived at my house for a little bit. He stayed with me for a little bit this summer, and nothing more delightful than coming home to find Guthrie with his shirt off and a beer sunning himself in your lawn. Right, yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that combs sand. I actually think it was fantastic to have him at my house because everybody in my family wanted to hang out with Guthrie because it gave us a break from the rest of our family. Like me, my children, I, I, my wife, everybody listen, just wanted Guthrie's attention. Let me just say this. It, this is season five. I can't believe you still have a family. I just can't believe right, it. Right, right. I just, anyway, we're, this we're back. This is season five. It's been a long time coming. Don't tell us what happened. Tell us what's next. We are the ACC Basketball Degenerates, working hard for the people at our families. I'm your host and point guard, Luke Neer. Alongside our EP and power forward, Taylor Pilkington. And then at long last... Power forward? That's a new one. I like it. <laughs> uh, you're, you're definitely a four. Uh, the Undersized. Atlantic Coast and America in general has long awaited his return. And um, hearing his vocal cords back in swing. They've long awaited it. They've waited too long, but he's here in the flesh, readier to go than ever. Vegas Mike Jaffe completes our trio. That's right. I'm the, I'm the athletic wing, the X Factor. I'm the leaky black of this podcast. <laughs> you're, you're a natural wing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? It's not that Guthrie is, you know, he graduated. Right, let me tell you he something. So, look, we're going to set this straight. Seasons. Guthrie has moved into another phase of his career. I'm not saying he's gone full Vince Carter, but he'll be in, in more of an advisor, special correspondent role this year. A little like uh, Captain Winners from Band of Brothers, to throw out a reference. You oh, know? very he, nice. He had to leave Easy Company to do some desk stuff. Not that he mm-hmm. wasn't doing uh, fine work, but just a little bit of a different role. So. Right, right. How no, about that is good. the first reference of the year? Yeah, yeah this podcast good. is our World War II. <laughs> you know, this feels like the cold beer, you know, in Hitler's uh, top of the mountain there, you know, at the end of Band of Brothers? Yeah. It, Taylor is preparing for a year to be <laughs> like the crazy. Who knew we would have some hot takes on that circa 2009 television show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably later. Well, earlier. <sighs> How was, your, how was the summer? Should we dude, do this in five minutes? Dude, Luke, how was your summer, man? UVA won the national championship. Was it the greatest? Was it the greatest summer of I've your life? I've been celebrating uh, ever since. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I actually talked to a few of the players this past week at Media Day, mm-hmm. and especially Clark. And the first thing I asked him was like, "Are you over the? Uh, are you over the past?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of tired of it. I'm I'm ready for this year." So that's where I am right now. Um, okay. I I have the rest of my life to celebrate the 2019 title, but right now I'm locked in on what is the present for well, this upcoming to, basketball season. You have season. to be. It's not even this upcoming basketball season. You have to be ready like tomorrow. Like the ACC basketball season begins tomorrow. It does. Here also, how excited are we on a level of one to ten that? Their ACC games the first week of the season. I, I love, love it. it. I, anybody who has complained about Mike, it is an old man and should be exiled. I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Why not? I They're not ready. I'm not what, ready. Uh, see, but it's you just... have such an affinity for mid-majors. That makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like the warm-up to conference play, you know? I mean, there's no KY boo in this, this season. Man, boo this man, There's no KY. All right? They just, they just throw, throw me right into colossal matchups like Boston College versus Wake Forest, okay? I'm not ready for that. <laughs> you know, the best thing is... Don't take shots. Don't take <laughs> shots this early. That, that hurts. Yeah, the matchups are almost like uh, predicative of the tiers too. Like if you see them, it's it's kind of a funny kind of funny schedule that they walk right into. I am not very sympathetic to the uh, you know I want to see the teams at their best. Let's let them warm up. I love it. We're starting right away. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play the games. You gotta win the games in front of you. And I'm so hyped. 
Well, here's what I also like. The ACC play starting Not necessarily the opening week, because generally we at least can cling on to the Champions Classic. But it's almost as if we have the Big Ten ACC Challenge, just except it's the Mm. ACC Challenge. Yeah, you're right. And also, how about the little sprinkled-in mid-December games? Like, Virginia-Carolina is a December game this year, and it's not like a New Year's Eve thing. It's like mid-December. Wow. I love that. The sprinkled games. See, I love it that you've already, like, dove deep into the schedules and stuff. Like, I come in here just, I'm just Fat Thor in, like, that new Avengers movie. Like, I've just been like totally out of commission just been like toes in the sand well, you know, dealing with PTSD yeah. <laughs> there's good news Mike the rest of the writers uh, who pay attention to the ACC and voters have been drunk as well um, <laughs> I noticed looking at the ballots this year <laughs> I looked at the preseason yeah, they, they've been drunk all season long and Ooh. I don't think they've even been celebrating the title for Virginia I think they've just I don't know what they've been doing but yeah Mike, that's you the say- good news you're in good company you say you're like Fat Thor. It's funny. I met a listener of the podcast uh, at the Urbana Oyster Festival. Shout out. Fantastic event. Oh, um, I might get from Castrodale. Uh, other guy. I already kind of forgot his name. <laughs> Sorry, guy. No. Congrats on having a new baby, though. Uh, met him. And he was like... Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I recognized your voice. And I was very flattered. And he was like, you know, from your voice, I just thought you were like a 300-plus pound dude who sat on the couch in, in front of the TV and just never got up. Somebody thought Mike I didn't was... know how to take that. I did not know how to take that. You know, a listener also thought that Vegas Mike was a 300-pound man. Oh, is that true? Yeah, that was about two years ago on well, a tweet. I am. I do sound like I have difficulty breathing. We, but, um, but, you know, whatever. That's just we don't have very sweat. athletic voices. Yeah, well, no. well, you were both athletic, which is a surprise to more people still. Uh, Thank yeah, you. Oh, well. what, what else? How excited are you to gamble again after, I don't know, uh, a period in the wilderness? Mm, that's probably actually what I'm most excited about. When Taylor sent me like some updated offshore odds for like ACC champions today, it just, they're like, it's a weird, like something very small but powerful awoke inside me. It's like, you know. Ori in the Blind Forest. You just There's emerged. a penis joke in there somewhere. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. No, Luke, I actually thought of you because I was looking at the futures, like ACC uh, regular season winners mm-hmm. futures bets, and I was like, oh, God, this is going to be a great moment on the podcast. Luke is going to watch me place my futures bet on NC State to win the ACC. I, and then I could There's not- better value there than Duke at plus 275. I mean, I'm not going to knock you. If you said I like Duke at plus 275, I would have like had told you to leave this room. Well, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. NC State was 22 to 1, yeah, right? I, mean, yeah, I think 25. 25 to 1. Holy cow. And you know what? I you, couldn't resist. I sent you guys a, te- a screenshot immediately. You guys did see I did get a vote in the uh, media poll uh, for the ACC this mm-hmm. year. You can tell because Markel Johnson got one vote for ACC Player of the Year preseason. Yeah, that's wonderful. The, yeah. A vote well used. That's Stop. fantastic. Should we start with the media poll? Let's go there. Yeah, sure. Let's. And we can relate this to the odds as well. Okay. So, uh, in a shocking development... Um, the writers have selected the Duke Blue Devils to be the uh, projected champion, despite mm. the fact that they haven't mm-hmm. won the league since 2010. I'm just going to keep reminding folks of this. I went on this limb last year and said, this team's not winning the title. People tweeted at me, and I felt very vindicated at the end of the season. Because I know what Krzyzewski's after. He's after his team reaching the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That's what he cares about. I'm not mm-hmm. completely knocking Duke as far as their... Now, they do have better depth this year, but we're going to get into them momentarily. They're followed by... Guess guess who's next? Oh, it's well. You're not going to believe the ride. answer. <laughs> yeah, it's a short ride. The North Carolina Tar Heels. That's right. And I actually like them at two this year. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then Louisville at number three. 
think that's a little low. I'm shocked that and they then, put Louisville at three. I, I know. I can't believe it. This seemed like it was going to be one of those voting years where there was buzz for a non-Carolina Duke Virginia team. Right. Like, do you remember Richard Howell and CJ Leslie and that NC State team? I only when remember they, the mid-range game. Yeah, they got picked to win the league one Insane year. Insane mid-range. So much hype about around that team, but then everybody forgot uh, that Mark Godfrey was in charge. Right. And then the season right. turned out to be uh, a little disappointing. They finished like fifth or something. <laughs> so I thought that there was Louisville potential potential just to be oh a new right. team, a red team. Let's pick a red team, right, to, right, you know, right. to win it all. Maybe it's been long enough for them to forget the Duke collapse of last year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, people but, outs- but you know, then again, I remember the Miss- Minnesota game, um, you know, the first round of the NCAA that opened up last year. So, ugh. you know, we did not gain momentum from that game. No, we did at not. The uh, the old floor. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? This season's start. going to be different. It's all about momentum. Mm-hmm. It's think of ten o runs, guys. Think of Bayheim tapping his shoulders. Think of Roy reaming out a a player after his team went on a. A bad run, or you know, Shashesky eyeballing the refs. Well, That's what so, I like to think of it. So as. you were you were talking about the media poll. I mean, you have Duke, North Carolina, Louisville, one, two, three, and then there's only one other team that received first Virginia. place votes, which was Virginia, mm-hmm. right? And number four, and and number five is Florida State. Kind of like your old standbys. Florida State's going to be number five for the you know fraternity until Leonard mm-hmm. Hamilton retires. Be yeah. voted number five. Yeah, just because they're s- cool. still the big athletic. Cool team to pick. Same team. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Same team. (laughs) Has there ever been a deviation from the Florida State norm that we become accustomed to? What was the one outlier? Was it the snare year? Or was it the year they had the white point guard? I can't remember his name. It was Snare. In 2011 where they won the uh, ACC tournament. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? I forget name? his name. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. And it was maybe it earlier when they had less like athletic wings and more just like Michael Ojo, who's like, you know, a human brick house down low you know lots of that less athletic wings right they were big man focused there for, for yeah. quite a while and they still are but well, different style for folks who are just coming out of hibernation as well let's go down the rest of the the poll who's who's next after the florida state Seminoles at number six you got Taylor, NC why don't you take over this yeah. nc state criminally underrated spoiler <laughs> alert for later in the they're number six uh, I don't know. That's I think... really surprising. Where they finished last year? Well, do you think they should be higher or lower? I, they seem like they Initial should be lower. Reaction. I mean, but I don't. Uh, I, spoiler alert: I don't think the ACC is going to be very good this year. So maybe, maybe they are, you know, seated appropriately here. The rest of your projected uh, your media poll: Notre Dame at seven, Syracuse at eight, Miami at nine, Pitt, Clemson, Georgia Tech, Boston College, Virginia Tech, and then. Wake Forest. Oh man, that's a lot of names. So I, you, I kind of sped up through the back. I mean, there. Wow. Notre Dame up to number seven. You have a finishing... lot of thoughts on Notre Dame. We're going to get there oh, momentarily. Yeah, I cannot they, wait. They were last in the league last year. Were they? Yeah, I think they were three and three yeah. wins. Three yeah. wins. Oh my God, <laughs> they were so. Bad. Wasn't Pitt at two? Oh, where, did they finish? Didn't last? Pitt get the two early wins and tied. lose out? I thought they tied oh, at the bottom of the league. Hmm. Well, you know what? It a, doesn't really matter. Well, then it's tell a huge surprise next. that Pitt is number 10, creeping up. Mm. Mm. Good for them. Okay. You know what? It's time, guys, oh. for Big Thoughts. Oh, you have some. It's a new segment this year. Okay. It's just called Big Thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. Okay. As my first big thought of the season, mm-hmm. these are going to be over-irking themes. Taylor, you being an English major should be very familiar with this. Mm-hmm. This is the year of the bigs, guys. This is the year of the front court in the ACC. Look around. Look around at these terrible, crummy backcourts of all these teams, especially the contenders. This is all about the front court players, all about being in the post, mm. getting your butt into the other opponents. Yeah, being in that and dunk grinding zone. out points. Yeah. 
That's my first big thought of the year. Okay. Take it or leave it. Wow. Fade out. I miss Omar Yurt 7. <laughs> I, wish he, I wish he was still playing at NC State. He'd be a great I mean, contribution. I miss DJ Funderburk. Oh, and he has a, dude, I, you know, I don't want to. Too soon? Too soon? Take away. Uh, he's not in, he's indefinitely suspended, but he's expected to play. You know, I mean, people think. I, Did you read the story? We'll get to it. I, I don't DJ? think he, he's not practicing with the team, I don't believe. No, no, no. And, and you know, I think it's, it's a story I can relate a little much to, and I, I want to make sure that it's. He had an issue with parking tickets, correct? Is that what it was? Yeah. He had got like four to six parking tickets on campus. He was just too lazy to move his car around, and then eventually... Never would have happened under Godfrey. Never would have. <laughs> he would have taken... He would have, you know, nipped that at the butt. Eventually, they put two boots on his car, and he just was like... Oh, he drove off with them. He was just like, screw it, I'm driving away. And he drove away, and he just stole the two boots that were on his car and just drove home. Damn it, cut up the asphalt and everything. Can you and do that? Home. Apparently so. When you can when your name is DJ Funderburg. <laughs> is it physically possible and are you allowed to? Yeah, yeah, I guess Both so. Both questions. Yeah, well, the car remains, but uh, anyways, I thought that was just kind of a funny way to go. And the next day, Keats was like, he doesn't really reflect the morals of our program going forward. I was like, man, yeah, I don't know. Man just didn't want to save his legs for practice, you know? Wanted to drive to class. What's wrong? With that? I sympathize. When I was the worst salesman in the world and drove a company car, uh, I used to expense my parking tickets until I was told that I had received too many. <laughs> and that, the I, I was on my own dime. You really, you really were a terrible salesman. Oh, no, nobody wants to buy anything from me. Yeah, no, no. You're more of a content creator. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Sometimes the point guard needs the ball back, okay? This is one of those, it's like, I don't know. It's like Shaq tried to dribble in the perimeter, you know, yeah. give the ball back. Had one career three. What else has happened? A brief rundown of the summer. We have a three-point line adjustment, which is not going to be easy on the eyes because it's only changed for the men's game. So now we have like the double, you know, racing stripes around. Oh, you know. no way. So the women's, it's still yeah. at 20 feet, nine inches or whatever. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's going to be an eyesore and we're going to have to deal with it. Oh, dude, that's going to cause a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Those 18 inches, they matter. A little more spacing. A little more spacing. Yeah, they're now the FIBA, the, the same distance that's, as FIBA. That's well, Syracuse you know, zone here's stretched. The good thing. I don't think anybody can shoot in the ACC, so <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, they couldn't last year with the exception of Virginia, really. Yeah, okay. Um, let's talk about and Kobe bag Wright. dropping and violations, and um, which is always a big stir when it happens and it hits the news, and then we realize when the season starts, oh, yeah, Bill Self's still in charge. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's happening in Arizona? Oh, nothing. Sean Miller's still there. There he is. You know, let's no give way. him a round of applause. Is he still there? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm kind of serious. I, I, fat Thor. I'm Fat Thor. I, is Sean Miller still in Arizona? Yeah, they backed him to the hilt, baby. Oh, man. Nothing man. happened to Bill Self? I mean... Mike, you need to... Okay, I need to give you some encouragement right now, okay? I know that it was a <laughs> catastrophic start to your March Madness run, right. and you were second-guessing yourself. Mm-hmm. You went and got a ticket and immediately turned to Taylor and said, I went off of it. I went off <laughs> immediately. You get the ticket in your hand, you're like, I went off it. The game hasn't even started. But you know what? You rallied well starting in the Elite Eight. Yes, yes, Killed the Elite Eight. You crushed the Gonzaga Florida State pick. Yeah. And you got the title game as well. You said Texas Tech's better, but Virginia's gonna win. Destiny. Yeah. So you you made up for those, you know, terrible moments on the floor 
So why don't you ride the momentum? Things are not bad. You're not Fat Thor. I'm trying to encourage you right now and bring you back to life. Because yeah, no, you know what? I appreciate that. We have no time to warm up. We have games tomorrow or tonight. Oh. This counts as our summer Tuesday. episode. Okay? <laughs> you're November right. you're 4th. Right. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm okay. Ready. Um, I have nothing else to say about... Uh, Allegations and notices. No, let's go I mean, full what, shoe what deal. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? What, nothing. What you say? I got nothing. It's not been said. Pay the players. Okay, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, well, you know, California passed that, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to talk about. Do we want to talk about who has the best brand name? Sure. You mean as in for like a team or like a player? Because you player. know you can profit off your likeness now. I had a great answer for this, and now I'm, I, I forgot to write it down. I still I think DJ Funderburk is going to be, he's like the man in Ibiza. I'm telling you, you're not going to be able to go to a party at Ibiza without DJ Funderburk dropping that bass. Here's another candidate, Fresh Kimball. Yeah. Ooh, Fresh Kimball. Who's he's, he play for? He's captured the, stop, <laughs> just Stop. <laughs> Stop I'm it. I, I agree. Stop I, it. Man. He's already captured Stop the Northeast it. TV market, so we're good. Uh, There's another name. Maybe it's not an ACC name that I'm just blanking on. I mean, Sunday OKK? Leaky Black is a great one. That's a great name. No, there's something else. I'm going to figure this out by the end of the podcast. Trust me. Don't okay. you worry. I'm going to figure this okay. out. I look okay. forward to it. It's, okay. not, it's not Nate Lashevsky, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure. Let's get oh, into. I, I remembered it's Matt Mooney. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Let's okay. get into our preview. Let's do this. I'm so excited. That's preview, what we've been doing. Preview what? Both the season and week one. <laughs> week one. I'm looking at you like completely seriously. Uh, I mean, okay, sure. Uh, let me let me tell you. Preseason. Let me tell you something. <laughs> That's our first of the year. Where's the bell? Preseason all ACC team, according to the media guide. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready to laugh. All right. Jordan Wara, first of all. Oh, no, I'm not Fair. laughing at that. The, the, he disappeared for pretty much the second half of last year. Fine. Whatever. Trey Jones, love him. He's great. Yeah, debatable. Cole Anthony. I'm sold. I'm buying it. He just recently broke Zion's record for a vertical leap. No, Duke. that was... Cassius Stanley. Ah, oh, Cassius Stanley. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he plays in North Carolina. Anyways, John Mooney. Well, surprising. Dame. Wow. I like that. I yeah, like he that. was a surprise mm-hmm. All-ACC wow. selection last year. We have very similar basketball games. If you ever find me in a gym, just say, hey, that guy's a mix of Zach Randolph and John Mooney. You, you have played me. against D1 competition in basketball. That's true. That's true. We'll just leave it at that. You played. <laughs> I mean, you hit a three in some, some recruit's face. Yeah, I got dunked on by a 15-year-old like two weeks ago. God, that was real. I'm both. I mean, that's uh, well, whatever. You're still playing at this age. <laughs> yeah, he must be really selling some houses to have extra <laughs> cash available for like ACL surgery. Dude, yeah, you should see how much gear I now have to wear. Mm-hmm. Like, I, no. I suit up like the Universal Soldier out there. It's unbelievable. Do you look like Chuckwu? <laughs> yeah, I look just like Chuckwu. Okay, Mike's Mike's wife has literally looked me in the eye when he's about to go play pickup basketball with me, and she's like. I'll be so happy when this basketball thing is over. And I'm like, I don't know about this basketball thing. I don't, I don't know what this thing that's going to be over is. Like, you know, that's how I feel whenever I interact with your wives. I, I know, like, deep down they, they hate me because um, I've empowered you all with microphones. Right. That's not true. So it's one of those things where I'm not going to, like, we're, we're not going to openly say, Luke, you're um, disrupting our lives and how dare you right. steal our husbands. Right. I don't know what to do in that situation. I just try to be very polite and, you know, 
Yeah, no, you do I, a I good just, job. No, I just put on the, the the radio hat that I wear every now and then. Right, to right. try to make people feel good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. They're very receptive to you. They just don't like us very much. Um, <laughs> and right. then Diakite actually rounds out the uh, first team. Oh, that's ACC. yeah. I'm I'm interested to hear Luke's oh. and your take, okay. Mike. But Listen, maybe Luke's take on the, the little Diakite birds have been hype whispering train. a lot to Luke oh, over the offseason. Yeah. I, I have lots of information. Yeah. So where do you want to start? I mean, you let's seem, start at the top. Let's start at the projected on, top. Uh, yeah, the projected top. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and break the ice and talk about the Duke Blue Devils. Okay. Who who do they have this year? Everybody seems to have gone except for Trey Jones. Let me just ask you. Let me just start with this. <laughs> I use this reference all the time on my show. What am I missing here, guys? What am I, what am I missing here? <laughs> I mean, I, I have these. I've been looking at previews, and I have a magazine in front of me just because it's easier than Googling every single team and having 15 tabs open. Right, right. I just like, you know, turning the page. Mm-hmm. Old school. Um. Trey Jones is going to have to carry this team if they're going to win the title. And I have zero faith in a guy who can't shoot. Mm. I don't think he learned how to shoot. I don't think, um, what's his name? Shot doctor for uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Come on, help me out. Oh, the shot doctor. Oh, I don't know. I'm getting old. John Shire. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I was just waiting like 30 seconds ago. I was like, God, how can I work John Shire into this conversation? <laughs> His glasses uh, game are, are, are is great. Are we really trusting a backcourt of Trey Jones and Alex O'Connell to lead this team to a, an ACC regular season title? Am I the kid? And here's Alex the O'Connell is not going to start for them. He might. No way. Uh, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm the kid Not the yet shot again. doctor for the San Antonio it's Spurs. An annual that's tradition. I'm the kid who is pointing out, hey, guys, the emperor doesn't have any clothes on, and the rest of the crowd is just cheering along. Right, Here come right. the new Blue Devils. They're going to be great this year. Let's talk about the freshman. Um, I love Vernon Carey. I'm in on him. Yeah. I think he's going to be a monster player. I, I assume that's who you were talking about when you were talking about your your bigs that you love. Yeah, I love him. And I, I think Delarier is going to be good if those two play together. thing is, I don't know if they're going to play together. There's, I think that Hurt's going to play a lot of the four. And uh, shout out to our, our main man at Hoop Vision, Jordan Sperber, who did a little piece on this recently, that uh, a lot of Duke's offense is running through Hurt. Do we really trust this team if the offense is running through uh Ryan Kelly 2.0. Yeah, I mean, from what I hear, Matthew Hurd is an absolute yeah. stud. Yeah, you rolling your eyes. I just, saying stuff? Ryan Kelly 2.0 is doing him a disservice. I mean, I'm, I'm saying uh, senior Ryan Kelly 2.0. I saw him okay. play a little bit, but I mean, I haven't seen him play a lot. I mean, do you, do you like his game? I mean, I hear he's a beast, Matthew Hurd. Yeah. I, I don't think I mean, Duke's... He's, he's the 14th rated, 12th rated recruit in the country. Like, are from we really going to anoint uh, the kingdom and hand it over to this Duke team when you have those players that I mentioned. Who's going to play the three? That's a question. Is it going to be Stanley? The one thing Duke does have this year is depth. Um, And they'll be a little bit more like traditional Duke teams. I think they will be pressing on defense. They'll have that denial defense back installed, which, you know, shout out to the Wojo years and, you know, the pesty players of old. Uh, And I think they'll do well at Cameron with that. um, Hacking away at... uh, you know, whoever gets the ball, like Chris Paul, back in the day. Um, they do have the luxury of going with defensive lineups this year, which I do like about them. But those defensive lineups can't shoot. Yeah. And Duke was 30% from beyond the arc this year. Where's their shooting going to come from this year? Do we believe that Alex O'Connell was in the gym putting up thousands of shots per day? I don't quite buy that. He was a 38% shooter last year, and those were wide-open threes. He's not going to get those wide-open looks this year because they don't have the three-headed mo- the two-headed monster. Um 
of Williamson and, of course, Barrett, where all the defense was focusing on them. They're going to have more contested threes this year. The line goes back. I don't see the renaissance as far as Duke shooting-wise. I think that's an issue. And um, in the interior, uh, look at who Carey and DeLaurier and Hurd are going to have to go against. they got to go against Diakite, who can shut anybody down to the post, as we learned last year, for Virginia. They have to go against Enoch and the Louisville Bigs. They have to go against Garrison Brooks and the Carolina Bigs mm-hmm. um, and Baycott, who I do like a lot. He'll get yeah, to Carolina. I love yeah, I'm Bay- a big Baycott fan, no doubt. So, I'm glad that you guys did the pronunciation. And then like I'm, 69, 63. You were going to say Bayco? <laughs> I was going to ruin all these pronunciations. Wait, they didn't blow anybody away in the exhibition game 69-63 against Northwest Missouri State. Hmm. Oh, they're a great team this year, though. They well, don't sleep on uh, okay, Northwest okay, Missouri okay, State. Okay. I, I was actually hoping we'd have a side podcast about Luke, let me just just give I, you the counter. Are these not all valid points? I, I agree with. I am not sold on Duke as the consensus number one, like a lot of like the media poll, basically. But I think you're giving them a little short shrift here. I think the. I mean, real, I think they're they're a double buy team for sure. I mean, they have a ton of talent. I think their defense is going to be great. Cassius Stanley, great. Wendell Moore, well, and Trey Jones on the perimeter, by all accounts, is going to be an incredibly great, like just long up in your face. That defense is going to be great. Matthew Hurt, Vernon Carey, not great defensively in the front court, but both of them very skilled scorers. I think Carey's going to score a lot, even on the guys you mentioned. Um, Maybe you're right. I, th- I think that's his thing, right? Like he's going to. I'm interested with him versus Baycott. Maybe it's just the whole like UNC Duke thing. I watched uh, a video of them where their teams met in some AAU tournament. Oh, really? And, and well, it was, you're, you live in Richmond, and you, Baycott is front and was playing in Richmond. Did you ever see him play? I around? did not. I did not oh, see him okay. in person. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's. Really I was good. asleep the entire summer. Like <laughs> you, you were doing your Fat Thor thing, you know, drinking entirely. I was just asleep. But uh, here's, here's my problem. Okay, let's simplify this. Trey Jones is on the poster, and that's a problem. I did. I I thought Trey was pretty good at the end of last year. He just can't shoot. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, I love the supercut somebody on Twitter put. I wish I knew so I could give them credit. But somebody put, gave like we talked all season last year about how people the best defense against Trey Jones was just to like let him shoot as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And somebody put together a supercut of US UCF playing them and Taco Fall guarding Trey Jones, which was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think he's going to get any better. I'm with you on that. Yeah, he was one of eight for three in that UCF I think they're going to do pretty well against the uh, the top-tier echelon. I think they'll be fine against them because Krzyzewski cares about those games, and he's a, a, a mastermind of a tactician. But I think they have more potential to slip up to the middle this year. Hmm. That's my look at Duke. Okay. All right. Can well, we move on? I like that. Yeah, sure. All right. The I, floor is they're, uh, they're yours for They're definitely going to be less exciting. Yeah. I mean – the new excite, the new hotness is UNC this year. Hold right? that thought. Okay, <laughs> I, I want to hear this one. Yeah, so you know the the thing about North Carolina is, I, I just so you have Cole Anthony who's replaced. I mean, all right, first of all, how do you try to replace the greatest college basketball of all player of all time in Kobe White? <laughs> All I can think about when I think about Cole Anthony is how much you love Kobe White and yeah, how you yeah. feel you feel threatened. That Cole Anthony might tarnish his legacy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And fragile mascul- masculinity. That's you. I'm looking at a picture of fragile masculinity. <laughs> yeah. right here. Statement. Okay. I don't want to, you know, steal your thunder, but despite all these crazy preseason rankings of people who have not been paying attention over the summer, you know, you know, the, the drunk writers over the summer. Us. Duke doesn't have the best backcourt, which is ludicrous, even though they're ranked high in a lot of backcourt projections. Carolina has the best backcourt in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I'm a little worried about Brandon Robinson just in general. I'm in on Leaky. Uh, yeah, I think Leaky's going to be great this year. 
but really it's the return to like the double big system that got me all got me all loose in the Ooh. knees you know what i mean i mean i'm having flashes of kennedy meeks and um everyone else bryce oh. johnson. yeah bryce johnson he said the one and, name yeah. that can get me so excited <laughs> yeah. don't say hicks. sean may i don't want to make a hicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyways i you know Serge so yeah Serge, ooh. <laughs> Had to get him in. I he had to make had an appearance. Never thought of him in my life until I met Luke, and I can say, you know, yeah, how search, many years ago dude, that was? Seventeen foot baseline jumper. There's no one better in America. It was a spin turnaround baseline jumper. Ooh, too. Sick. Um, so yeah, Garrison Brooks, ba- Baycott. Did I, did yeah, I sure. say it wrong? Bacot, Bacot. <laughs> yeah. Um, And, you know, I'm actually a big fan of the two transfers as well, Christian Keeling and Justin Pierce. You know, just slasher scores. I People are kind of sleeping on Justin Pierce, I think. I think he's actually going to be excellent. Um, I think he's going to be a great player. He's going to kind of fit right in with what they need in terms of athleticism on the, on the wings. But really, it's Leaky Black that I think is going to be the difference maker. I'm just hoping they get enough scoring out of Christian Keeling. I'm a little... A little worried about that. Not a great shooting team, losing Kenny Williams. Um, so a little, little worried about their scoring overall. But do you believe in Anthony's ability to pull up and hit the threes uh, off the dribble? I mean, like he's not, he's not going to hit forty plus percent like Kobe did. I, I got to look. I think Kobe hit over forty yeah, percent. He was a great shooter. Yeah, no, I'll look no. it up. Right at um, maybe clo- uh, maybe right at maybe you right keep at talking out. Yeah, I'll you look at I'm going to say it's, right he's going to be like forty one percent. You're wrong, but okay. <laughs> 35%. Is that true? Yep. Oh, no, it felt a lot more than that. <laughs> Emotionally, he's a 42% three-point um, But, yeah, I mean, I just I feel like they have enough versatility, and, you know, I love coaching, so Roy Williams, man, I I, think, I agree with Luke. They actually feel – it feels about right. They they won a share of the ACC title last year. I, I think that they're, they're right there in the top three this year. I could see them sharing this year as well. Didn't – who projected a tie last year or a couple years ago? Am I the am I the guy who, who loves predicting ties at the yeah, top? Maybe, maybe those are, <laughs> yeah, maybe I can see that happening yeah. this year. I'm, I'm in on that. Yeah. Carolina Louisville tie. That's me. Ooh, I think Carolina's going to win the ACC this year. Ooh. I'm all in. All right. Wow. I love. I'm automatically. You're skeptical now. You're skeptical now. Yeah. Currently, currently UNC four to one favorites in the offshore books to my win the ACC. my top four of uh, UNC Louisville. NC State, mm-hmm. and I don't even know after that, but that right, was important right. to get out there. Uh, I think Bacot looks like Bacot <laughs> looks like the perfect guy <laughs> to run the floor. How would you say Bacot and we say Bacot? <laughs> okay, perfect. Long. We'll agree to like you know cover all our bases. I just I'm sold on Cole Anthony, if only on the basis of how hyped up everybody else is. I know that's a terrible reason, but mm-hmm. it just got me excited about it. He's going to score 30 points a game, take a million shots. I'm in. Yeah, the I, other guys you mentioned, the transfers, are like instant offense guys. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I like the yeah, transfers. If, if, mean, you're, if you're like wondering what Cole Anthony plays like, he, he kind of looks like a not a great shooting version of Carson Edwards, but he's got that same body type where he's like just kind of like a bigger, stronger, grittier dude. So I'm actually but pretty, taller than Carson Edwards. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's like. Six I'm five. also in on Brooks. I think he was underrated last season. I think he's going to take another step up this year too. Plus, mm-hmm. Sterling Manley will like throw some minutes in there. I mean, I, I think it, the double bigs will probably be back. I love it. I think all those guys are guys who run the floor. It's what Roy Williams well, wants. It's you great. guys are very supportive of, of my call out here for UNC. Yeah, really we don't have that. any hot takes or opinions on this UNC team. Yeah. Yeah, you guys just Nobody's feel going great against about the gr- grain. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, hot, okay with that. The, the other side of it would be, just to throw it out there, would be they lost everybody from last year. Like, Garrison Brooks is the only guy with large minutes, maybe Sterling Manley coming back who's going to play. You mm-hmm. know, it's like just 
a complete turnover, which is not a Roy Williams thing. Yeah, but they had the little lace in the hole, which is leaky black, sort of like the Virginia sure. Redshirt situation. I'm just that saying that's that's the frequently that's the other side of the coin here. Hmm. Mm, okay. Hmm, all right. Anything? Oh, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to Louisville. Let me talk about this team, all right? Let me tell you something. <laughs> right. So ready. Just whisper it. Give me a deep whisper. <laughs> Very erotic. The Louisville Cardinals are my pick to win the ACC regular season this year, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Every blue chip upper echelon team in the ACC this year got worse except for Louisville. Can we okay. agree on that? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Everyone's down. Virginia's down. Carolina's mm-hmm. down. Duke mm-hmm. is down. Yep. Despite, you know, public opinion. And Louisville got better. They returned pretty much everybody. They have Wara. They have Enoch, who can fight with the uh, the year of the bigs, which mm-hmm. I love. And just look how deep this team is. Sutton's an energy guy. He's going to pound the glass. He's going to get on the, the boards. I'm a Sutton sympathist, uh, maybe sometimes <laughs> irrationally. Ryan McMahon is going to be like the eighth guy on this team. Right. Which I think is, says can, a lot. He can light it up. I yeah. love Samuel Williamson. Really? I'm riding shotgun on that bandwagon. Okay. So I drive the J Huff bandwagon, as you know. I'm right. get, I'm getting on shotgun right now for Williamson. Now, Louisville fans, you probably beat me to it, so maybe I'll just say I'm in the first row with you. Okay. Because okay. okay. Louisville fans, I know they're clamoring. For right, Williamson. right. Number like, one number one market for ESPN, Louisville. But you didn't know that. They still have Malik Williams to pair inside. Yeah, I was about to say Malik Williams might be the most versatile big in the ACC, man. So skilled. The only had some injury problems thing. coming back. They upgraded the point guard position, in my opinion. I think Fresh Kimball will be better than Christian Cunningham. Really? I do. Dude, Christian Cunningham was rock solid at that position. He couldn't shoot the three. He didn't really do a lot. I mean, Fresh Kimball can't (laughs) shoot either. He's not a good shooter. You're right. But at least he can score. Um, Mike, you watched St. Joe's a lot last year, which was just an awful experience. I I probably watched them twice (laughs) the entire season. Um, Yeah, I did. I actually really like Fresh Kimball. I think he's going to be the... Most significant contributor. I just hope he doesn't try to do too much because that could be the one way this team goes south, I think. But I think that's good because he won't be like on St. Joe's where he was expected to do everything. He he doesn't turn the ball over and he gets to the line. That's all he needs to do. Yeah, he's just going to be a much better version of Christian Cunningham. Jordan Warren seems like a player who's not going to make a leap this year. Maybe a small step up and that's all I need. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got a little worried about Justin or Jordan Wara, you know, towards the end of last year. I just thought that he struggled to get his own shot. He's a little bit overly reliant in the mid range. I just didn't really like his game towards the end of the year. I would have to go back and look at his efficiency numbers, but from what I've heard, he's dropped a few pounds in the offseason. I think he looks really good from what other people have said, but I don't it, know. I got to see it. I mean, last year, the it seemed like, especially in the second half, He's not the most like hyper athletic dude. No. So it's like nor is he, he creative. He, like, he could get like, a little swallowed up. I think he's yeah. like smart. It gets to his spots obviously really well. Great score getting to his places. But yeah, I, I mean I think he's gonna be great, but I can see what you're saying right there. I, I understand. Here's yeah. how Louisville does not fit into the mold of the Gottfried coached NC State team a long time ago that got projected first as the red a red team getting projected first. Mm-hmm. They have a good coach. Chris Mack is, I think, the difference maker in this team. They were competitive against the top tier last season, which was much better, under year one of installing a new offensive system. Completely new. Mm -hmm. And they were solid. And they competed against the best teams last year with that new offense. Now everybody's accustomed to it. They're not at square one on the opener of the season. I like that. And Mack, 
Say what you want about him. He's been an outstanding regular season long-run coach. His trouble has come to the tournament, uh, which I think is a little bit um, of a false argument because, I mean, we know how the tournament works. Right. That's you've another been, reason I, I like this team. Yeah, you've been fighting off like, Tony Bennett haters for years. You've been, I know, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm not going to revert back and be a hypocrite and say, oh, Chris Mack can't win the uh, tournament game. He's never going to make the Final Four. <laughs> Get out of here. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. Okay. Those Taylor, are all good you look thoughts. like you're itching to disagree. I'm not, actually. Okay. I like Louisville a lot. All right. I think it's weird that they were third in the uh, – media poll for the ACC. I feel like people outside the ACC like them better than people in the ACC. Yeah, no doubt. Should we move on? Is that enough? Yeah. yeah. Let's go into Virginia. And I'm once again leading this discussion. Now, Taylor's going to lead some discussions, but he's just waiting for his his little tear, which is coming. <laughs> Taylor and really it, shines in the mid-range. If there are any new listeners to this podcast. You might have noticed I've been dropping hints about the teams that I like already. If we have any new listeners out here... Just to catch you up on four years of history, Taylor loves NC State more than me, more than Mike. <laughs> Always. They're about fourth in his life behind his immediate family members. <laughs> so you'll get there, and you'll also get your Jibblerinaga coach, Miami Hurricanes. It's Love all them. due up in a little bit, but not yet. You know what I was thinking about, sidebar, when you talk about that for new listeners, which... How would we have new listeners? I don't know how the hell we would attract new people to listen to this. No, see, that's Anyways, the thing. This is a paid subscription. I hope nobody's getting it for is this, free. Is this Patreon? Subscribe to our Patreon, by the way. Okay. Uh, just kidding. To... We don't have a Patreon. But I, I was thinking, like, how would I, when people ask me about it, they're like, oh, oh, yeah, what's it like? And I'm like, oh, I have to describe, like, the identity of each person on there. Like, well, Mike's the gambler. He's the insider. The whatever, you know. Oh, when loops. people ask you what your podcast yeah, is like, about? Yeah, like I don't know who, how I'm supposed to describe the identity. Um, and I was thinking about it. <laughs> You're the touchy-feely, sympathetic, I, I, You know, I was thinking about how I would describe myself, mm-hmm. Luke, because, you know, you always make fun of me. You say, you like everything. You like everyone. And you know what? I we do. love everyone. We love everyone. We love everyone, baby. <laughs> I'm a, I would consider myself an evangelist for college basketball. Okay. I don't want to do any gatekeeping. I don't want to mm-hmm. like, there's no, there's no walls here. You know, if you want to like college basketball, you should like everyone. We should be all in on whatever team, even if they are going to start DJ Vasilovich as their leading scoring option. And then somebody's <laughs> going to pick them to be like fifth in the ACC. Uh, so I'm an evangelist. I, I thought, you know, I'm the Joel Osteen of oh, ACC okay. college basketball. The Virginia Cavaliers. The reigning national <laughs> there, we go, there we go. There we go. I just want to get that out for Luke. Here's how we're going to lead this discussion. I want y'all two to pepper me with questions. What are okay. your questions about this team? My questions about answers. Virginia? Um, how, do, how do they score from the two-guard position? <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Intentional crickets. Um... <laughs> you're not going to believe this. Cody Stapp is probably going to start in the Syracuse game. Who? No. Yeah. Who? Who? You obviously did not <laughs> attend the scrimmage or listen to I any. Not. You, yeah, you were drunk over the summer, too. <laughs> um, Cody Stapman, the Aussie with the, no the crazy way. hair, is going to be an influential guard in this team. Yeah, talk about your your fat Thor. Not fat. <laughs> and then know. I think a lot of the ceiling of this team actually depends on Casey Borsell. Wow. As somebody who can get to the rim. Right. Now, three-point shooting, I'm sure that's what you're asking about. It's not going to be great in the backcourt. Mm. It's not. Mm. Um, Has Braxton Key made any advancements? You know, that's what I was thinking about all summer long. Oh, no, he's fantastic. I've been asked this question to a few people, and I asked about his handle. Like, can he be a ball handler? Can he kind of be a guard? And I don't think that's going to be the case. Right. Um, They do have three-point shooters, though. 
Okay. But it's weird. Their best two three-point shooters played the four and the five. Jay Huff and Mamadi Diakite are the best three-point shooters. Bennett at the podium last week and during media availability said, Mamadi can shoot the three, Jay can shoot the three. And then here's where you got to pay attention to diction. And he said, at times, Kihei can shoot it. At times, Marcel can shoot it. At times, Braxton and Cody Statman. Mm-hmm. What about uh, mm-hmm. Thomas Awodentese? Was he Italian? It's Thomas Waldetensei. <laughs> I was just waiting to say that with a very stereotypical accent. We'll Go get on. to him Continue. momentarily. Continue. But, um, <laughs> here's the thing on this team. These How are does... your defending national champions, <laughs> damn it. You guys need to give them some respect. I, you got to give the infrastructure respect, right? Absolutely. That's good enough for third in this down ACC Tony year. is a Hall of Fame coach. How will Virginia respond after winning the title? Here's my angle. Uh, the players on this team, excluding Mamadi and Kihei, were not the linchpins of that team. So there's a lot of players who have something to prove. Top of the list, Jay Huff and Braxton Key. And then the newcomers are just going to have to throw in the pieces. Um, so they want to write their own chapters. That's the emotional okay. um, angle on this team. Who's the best offensive player on this team? Do you want to know? Yeah, well, I was going to ask you <laughs> yeah, who's going to be the a, lead. It's yeah. Mamadi Diakite. Yeah, it is. Diakite. And that's a little bit of a surprise, but he's gone into the lab. He's really worked on his three-point shot. I saw it in the scrimmage. He doesn't fade away on and fire on the three-pointers anymore. He's squared up. He hit about three in the scrimmage. I'm not buying too much into that, but judging from what everybody said, he's going to be able to shoot at the three. So, is he going to be consistent? And the yeah. scrimmage mm-hmm. was against Georgetown. No, it was an inter squad scrimmage. Oh, okay, but they did uh, the, play the VCU a close scrimmage door, uh, against Georgetown. They came out on top. And, and That's okay. what I, I've heard. They okay. came out on, and VCU's you know a ranked team. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty good. We're not talking about what North uh, Missouri, Northwest Missouri yeah, State. Boys, yeah. You mean, sir? A little bit different. <laughs> so, this is going to be the year I think of the continuity ball screen for Virginia. Mm. I think they're going to run sides a lot early on, and I don't think they're going to have a lot of success. And I think they're Get them morph into continuity ball screens with Clark and Huff being like clear out for Clark and Huff on one wing, and it's going to be Lob City. They're going to be more alley oops than you've ever seen in a Virginia basketball wow. season because you have two guys who were excellent rim runners in Diakite and Huff, but I don't think they do it through their sides motion action because they don't have players who can really ask questions of the defense like. Guy and Jerome, they have Clark running those, and they they'll have Marcel running some of those, I think, and it's just not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Those guys don't have the floater games; um, they can't get to the rim. Well, Marcel might be able to get to the rim a little bit, but not quite like those other two guys. Hmm. So, so one on one end of game, is it? It's going to be that's a question. It's going to be Diakite with the ball. I think it's going to be a mix, which is a little bit of a problem not having a creator, or as Coach Bennett likes to say, a guy who can go get a bucket. That's right, his, right. his term. So that's what makes me a little bit worried about this team. But here's an interesting question, okay? There are select years for Virginia, actually one select year that stands out where they were all over the offensive glass. It was Mike Toby and Anthony Gill in their senior mm-hmm. season. And they really got after some teams and manufactured points in that regard. I think that's a recipe for this team, getting on the glass. And how do they do that against the year of the bigs? That's the question. <coughs> right. But here's the answer. If you have Mabadi Diakite and Jay Huff maybe staying out on the perimeter, you have Braxton Key, who's an excellent offensive rebounder, pogo sticking against 6'4", 6'3", 6'5", guys, if he's in there with those two, which I think will be a common lineup in the crunch time lineup for Virginia. So I think that he can do a lot of damage on the interior because the bigs will be drawn away to Huff and Diakite. What do you see as the crunch time lineup? That's, that's the question. 
I see it as Clark Morsell key in the two bigs. Yeah. But and the only way that morphs is if teams go really, really small. Hmm. So um yeah. Hmm. The biggest question with this team, who gets the lion's share of the minutes at the two? And um yeah. And does uh, Key Clark actually looked really good in the limited amount of time that we saw him in the scrimmage. He looked like he's gone up on a level, which needs to happen. And he's an old school point guard for this team. It's not going to be like traditional ACC point guards that we think about, you know, tracking back to yeah. everybody from Joel Berry to, you know, Kobe White to, why am I only naming Carolina guys? <laughs> Ty Jerome. Um, yeah. So that's where I stand on Virginia. Okay. So you still do you think that they're going to they finish also, in the top five? I think they're also going to have some diversity as far as offensive sets. Uh, they hired a guy named Kirk Penny, who was a uh, uh, an international player, played at Wisconsin a long time ago, and he was an advisor overseas. And now he's been brought in in, in like an official role for this team as far as like an offensive coordinator. That's why we saw so much offensive diversity in last year's team. I think we have even more diversity as far as sets, and it's not just sides and the the three man action the triangle and um of course continuity ball screens i think there's some other sets that'll be specifically installed uh for jay huff that's what rothstein tweeted on not too long ago as well hmm. all right well you, i mean are you optimistic you, i mean like i said do you think they're gonna have a top five acc they're camp, a really big campaign? team they're long and lengthy they're almost uh florida stadiumish. It, it almost sounds like it's not a yes <laughs> <laughs> Well, what is optimistic? Saying Virginia's going to win the league? I don't think I mean, that. Yeah, so they're, you don't think they're going to win the league no, this year? I don't. Um, you think Louisville's going to win? Do you think they're going to be in the top three? Yeah, I have them third. Okay. I have okay. them third. I think I picked them to finish fifth last year. I think I was one year ahead. You, you, But you also picked them to win the national championship last I did, year. I did, I did. Which is just amazing. That was amazing. What a pick. You yeah. also picked Syracuse to win the league last I year. I did. <laughs> I remember that. What a pick. Yeah. Talk to me about the Juco guy. Talk to me about Tomas. Is he going to play? Am I going to get to see him? Three words. Old man game. <laughs> I just got so hard right now. You're going to love it. Taylor does love old men. He's going to be like a little bit like Lodo Perez. He looks like he's going in slow motion, but it sort of works. And I think he'll do well against, I guess, I don't know if he'll do well. I think he'll be fine against second wave, second uh, reserve guards. Because is that's he going to play Is against. he going to get a lot of playing time? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. What is a lot? I don't know. 15 minutes a game? Yeah. Double they also have minutes. little uh, guys in the pocket like McCoy who can, they can throw in there who's a, a monster defender. He's a built dude. A little bit like, I mean, I'm not going to put him in Stanley's class for Duke, but a similar type of player. So just like, oh, we're going to throw an athletic, uh, really aggressive defensive wing at uh, other aggressive wings who can't shoot as well. So I don't yeah. know. It's an interesting piece to pay attention to, but that's my thoughts. Well, Those are my thoughts. Well, God bless your journey you. this year, Luke. I mean, I, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's as rewarding as last year was for you. <laughs> okay, this team, I think it depends on the, the two bigs, though. I mean, if Diakite has got up like everybody says he has and really polished his game off, I think they'll be fine. And if Huff is what we saw as far as the PER monster, I mean, limited minutes, obviously, last year to put up that insane PER number, mm-hmm. then I think they'll be fine. They'll be in the mix. Yeah, they'll definitely be in the mix. I mean, the system don't lie, you know? Rashid Wallace taught me that. Okay, um. <laughs> that's a look at uh, the uh, the fourth projected team of the media. Now it's time to look at the Florida State Seminoles, coached by Leonard Hamilton, uh, a favorite of this podcast. Oh, man, love, love Leonard. He's 71 years old this year. 
71? Taylor's spaced out right now. Oh, I'm, I'm searching to get to where I wrote my notes. Because <laughs> I actually wrote notes for this Did show. You? Always. Oh, man. Good for you. I think this is off the top of my head. No. Give a shout out to what brewery is this? Jackie O's. Who cooks for you? If you're ever in Ohio, go find that beer. This is a good one, Taylor. Athens, Ohio. Let me talk to you about Florida State. Let me talk to you about these Seminoles. Okay. Same as it ever was. Here's the thing. Uh, they're losing a lot. They're losing some of their big guys. Uh, R.I.P. P.J. Savoy for me personally. Uh, yeah. You know that hurts. Yeah. But they still got the fondue. They still Kevin Gelly. Yeah, Kevin Gelly, man, he will be missed. He was a stud. I mean, Kofer, even though he was gone for most of the time, but mm-hmm. you know that's a, it's a lot to mm-hmm. lose. But Trent Forrest, M.J. Walker, still there. Patrick Williams, big freshman guy, supposed to be like hyper athletic, fit very well into the Florida State system of like long, athletic. Uh, in-your-face defense up-tempo that mm-hmm. Leonard Hamilton has established. Uh, Raekwon Gray played a lot near the end of the season. Yeah, I like I like Raekwon Gray's game. I'm thinking about upgrading him to the most hallowed status. I have to watch a couple games of whether he will be hashtag doughy strength. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I was spoiled by Kennedy Meeks for way too long. You but were. We'll see. You were. Um, yeah, I mean, and Jokic has really brought it home. I'm always, um, on, I'm always on the lookout. Level. Uh, Devin Vassell has been, he was the high scorer, I think, in the most recent s- scrimmage. Mm-hmm. He looks to be like one of the few guys maybe who can shoot because one of the things they're lacking is shooting. Every year. Very, every year very, they can't hit the very normal. They've got uh, Dominic, I'm going to butcher this name terribly, Olajinic. Okay. I don't know. A, a big banger down so the, low these are from all, Ole Miss transfer. These are all names. I mean, so what I mean, what do you see from this team? How do you think they're going to play? Is it going to be that same up and down tempo that you've yes, seen recently? Yes, absolutely. It's okay. going to be the same style. They've kind of reloaded. They're going to be very deep, very athletic, very long. They've added a few guys. Nathaniel Jack is a Are they going to run offense trans- this year? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. It's going to be they're going to play the exact same style. The case for them would be their not even though they lost the guys, they're still going to have some shooters, some transfers, some great down low athletic guys, wings, slashers. They're going to be the same as last year. The case against them would be they have no shooting and they're replacing well, with less experienced guys. Right. So let me tell you something. They have a little bit of shooting. About Florida State and the shooting. You'll have some games where they're throwing up shots, which hits the backboard from three-point land. And mm-hmm. then you'll have other days where they're just, the nets are on fire for no apparent reason. So, right, right. It's probably going to be the same case as you. I think, I think if you're going to key on a one thing besides the shooting, it would be the turnover game. So I, in the, their yeah, recent MJ scrimmage— Yeah, MJ Walker in particular yeah, could be very turnover-prone. And in their recent scrimmage against Columbus State, they you know did everything you expect, won by like 20-30, crashed a glass, scored a bunch of points, et cetera, et cetera. But they turned the ball over 20 times to Columbus State, which is not I, really I'm a great sorry, sign. I'm sorry. They turned the ball over 20 times? That's right. <laughs> Which is, is, is not a great sign if you're so, looking. At okay, it. who do they have as their opener? Oh man, is legi- who do they have as their opener? Legitimate question. Who do I have it? It's right here uh, at Pitt. Oh, Trap no, no. game. So okay. in the zoo, that's tough. But you know, Trap game. Uh, and we're gonna pick all these ACC games. I that's just coming so in part to talk two. About we're these. doing okay. a two parter for okay. our opener. So. Yeah, they're going to miss Terrence Mann. Mm-hmm. Terrence Mann was a steady hand for them. Even the the shell that was left of Phil Kofer was um, still a guy they could rely on last year. I mean, um, I, they're going to struggle a little bit, I think. And they they what they missed with like Cabin Gelly was a guy who can create his own shot when your slashers get shut down by a good defensive team mm-hmm. or they stop you in transition. They really make you work through a half court mm-hmm. set. So what do you think? Do you think they end up as a top five ACC team this year? I, I think they're out of the top five. 
Oh wow! I, I think I'm I think I'm down on them compared to now. I could watch five games and be like, you know, I'm such a fair weather fan. I could be on them <laughs> immediately, in the, you know, in a couple weeks. But right now, I just yeah, no, I, nah, I think they're at a, I think they're maybe a six team, and so, that's so much lower than everybody else has them. But yeah, well, yeah, that's, well, that's wow, five, six, yeah, six, don't, seven. Don't, okay, don't one step, spot, one spot. Yeah, don't six, step out. I guess Taylor. I, I guess I would throw them at seven, even maybe. If I'm going to go into well, okay. Uh, well, I, I guess I'm lower on them than everybody else. Just roll right into you, who you really think is a top five team. Then I think the number six, oh, are we getting to the it? number six team in the ACC poll preseason Uh-oh. media poll was NC State. How do you feel about the Wolfpack? Oh my that, god, that requires <laughs> the <bed>. music. <laughs> it's gonna be so underwhelming when I only picked them to finish third. I don't have the guts to give them anything good. Dude, tell them saying they're gonna finish third is a huge deal. It's a huge leap. Uh, great value as an ACC futures pick. Um, NC State Wolfpack. Is their coach still a winner? Always. <laughs> I mean, I'm always in on the Keats system. It's kind of same story. Keats, you're going to have that kind of that defense, get, generate some He's offense. He's a no-nonsense guy, as we learned from the Funderbuck situation, Love as him. referenced earlier in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that is a big problem is that Funderbuck is out right now uh, indefinitely and not participating in practices, definitely not playing in the opener, um, and it's unknown when he'll come back. But So you would have thought the starters would be Markel Johnson. Oh, speaking of, do we have any poetry Markel. today? Oh, you know what? I did not write anything. <laughs> you, have, you have been um, Fat Thor. It should be enough to tell you that Markel Johnson is the type of player who inspires poetry. Yeah, that's, that's enough. Right. He is that's that right. type of yeah, guy. He's definitely going to be my favorite uh, guard in the ACC this year. I yeah. can feel it. And then Devin Daniel, CJ Bryce. You know, you're kind of like yeah. What's up? Great. With, what's up with CJ Bryce? Are we going to get like some? Good version of CJ Bryce. Is there one out there? So I honestly think you're not going to get the uh, UNC Charlotte days. You're not going to get the old Kevin Keats days. Or, yeah, I mean that's what I'm hoping. I, I'm I think hoping. you're not going to get that, but I think you're going to get a slightly improved version from last year, okay. a little acclimated. Mm-hmm. I think Devin Daniels, you would hope, would be slightly acclimated. Sometimes he could get a little inefficient when he wasn't mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. Braxton Beverly provides a little shooting. Um, in the place of Thunderbrook, if he's not playing, you're looking at Danny Dixon, who's like. Just a six ten guy that Keats himself compared to Wyatt Walker. So uh, take oh. that. No. Take, well, why, wow. Take Wyatt Walker's gone. Wyatt Walker's gone. That's what I've always wanted to be compared <laughs> then, to Wyatt Walker. Yeah, dude. Who are the NC State fans going to hate on this year now that they don't have yeah. Wyatt Walker? I mean, they're not going to have anybody left to blame. Yeah, they don't. They don't have it. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Blake Harris left the program, so maybe you can blame him because that, okay. that was a tough blow in the summer. Have more turnover than NC State, who's not a one and done school. Dude, no kidding. They just have transfers and yeah. leaving programs. It's an evolving and, door out there. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's been early in Keats' tenure. He he to jumpstart it. He got some. Transfers. Here comes the defense. Here, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start early, year, right? And that's. Give them some rope, okay? Give them some timeline. Yeah, okay. It's going to be fine. Yeah, no problem. I think they're going to be deep. They're going to play that up-tempo. you got some guys coming in. Um, Darian Sebron was is a four-star freshman. Jericho Hellams, Pat Andrea Lehigh transfer. I'm just throwing out names. Manny Bates, Richard Freshman, didn't play. I just believe that I think it's going to be – you're going to see a, a slightly advanced team from last year, more efficient. Mm-hmm. Am I optimistic? Admittedly, yes. Shocking. Do I have to take this position because I automatically like have to take the opposition of Luke when he makes fun of me? Yes, I do. <laughs> Has it forced me into tough positions in the past? Yes, but I believe in him. Let's go, Wolfpack.
I like NC State's crunch time lineup better than Florida State's, for example. But the reason I'm not picking them ahead of the Seminoles is for this fact about Florida State. And uh, I'm, I'm not backtracking. I'm just saying FSU is a team who like makes their money in February because their depth really comes into play when everybody's tired and just doesn't want to do anything. And their players are like, oh, man, playing time. Let's go. <laughs> because there's so many of them. There's so many Seminoles every single year, and that's the case. This And it's a guy season. who's a five-star so recruit. Yeah. I, I think like at their best – NC State's better, but just long run, I, I can't get them above FSU. Yeah. Cannot, yeah. I can't get there. I mean, I, I don't like either of these teams, and you mentioned it earlier about nobody being able to shoot in the ACC. I mean, NC State, for such a, for a team that plays so up and down, you would think that they would be better at making open threes, but outside of Markel Johnson, they didn't have a single player shoot over 35% from three last year that's just not a good shooting team, or at least anybody that's back for this year. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just I want to support you. I mean, Braxton you. Beverly. He shot 34.7%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't like them. They're trash. I mean, they're built. <laughs> <laughs> that game is built a, uh, around attacking the rim. And then, right, yeah. right, right. All right, with that said, let's move on to the, uh, the all-backs. That's what I'm calling this team. Not the to be confused with the All Blacks, who are a rugby team, of course, right. a famous rugby team in New Zealand. The All Backs, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. That's right, because they're all, all back. I get it, because they're all back. Yeah, Take that's the floor. pretty good. Um, all right, so Mike Bray, you guys, you guys know him, you love him, one of the great um, <laughs> underrated coaches. <laughs> you know in him, America. you love him. <laughs> Sweaty Mike Bray. Um, you know, I just he's just a great coach. Um, you know, the 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 thing with Notre Dame is, as Luke mentioned, everybody's back, but really the most Catholicism. the most important player in the ACC is back, and most importantly, his hair is back. Rex Fluger, all right. Look, you can Rex Fluger could fit on that door in in the Titanic Ocean, okay? Like he is, you can put him on, put him on there, and he's gonna fit. It's gonna be him and Prentice Hub. There. <laughs> But you know, like I'm telling you, these guys have chemistry. All right, they're they're a beautiful team. I'm telling you, John they're Moody, a beautiful team. I don't know how to respond to that. I, I'm honestly gonna. I honestly think they might have the most cohesive and well thought out starting five in all of the ACC. I actually really like John Moody. I really like Juwan Durham. Also, I thought he was great last year in spurts. Um, I think their guard play is strong enough. I think that they will be able to shoot it, and I think they actually have a decent bench. I'm telling you, this is the year of Nate Lashivsky. I'm telling you, he's going to be. I mean, Robbie Carmody is back, which is a big deal. He, I mean, he is a supposedly big deal. he only played. I'm three telling games, you, Nate Lashivsky is going to be your sixth man of the year in the ACC. That's my pick. Um, so I actually really like Notre Dame's depth, but they have they have an absolutely horrible schedule. I, I was reading earlier that they have like a ten day period where they have to, I think. They have to come to no. They they go to Clemson, then they have to come to Virginia, and then they have to like go to UNC. Oh, yeah, you've been looking at schedule losses. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Only for Notre Dame. What happened to Fat Thor over here? Come on. <laughs> I think they have to go to Cameron or something, and then they have like a big Monday game at home against like UNC, and then I think like at the end they have to play like Louisville. Over, they like, start the season at they UNC. Play like seven games in ten days or something. So I don't like their chances to be top three. But this is a top five ACC team in Notre Dame. 
So they have them picked seventh. They were at the bottom of the league last year. I'm telling you, they're going to finish fifth this year. How excited are we all to hear about how underrated and how influential John Moody is when he starts posting great stats early on <laughs> in the season? Because that's going to happen. Dude, starting Moody, tomorrow. He's a stud, man. I'm telling you, he he reminds me of the kid from um, where is it? Uh, God, Loyola. Um, you know the kind of the kind of chunky. Uh, oh, I know Qu- what you're Quasimodo, doing here. You know, I know what, what you're doing here, dude. Like they have the same game. This like big man, soft touch. You know, I just I love that. Yeah, we don't have Gus Kearns on right now. You're not you're not impressing anybody. (laughs) Cameron Crutwig. I have I've been out of the game for too long. Luke, tell me how to feel because I'm I'm buying into the hype. I'm I'm all in. I identified them. I all last season, all I could say was if they could just shoot the ball and maybe play a little defense, they're going to shoot the ball and they're going to be a little bit better at shooting. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, they're going to be a better shooting. Prince's Hub had like a stretch, a slump, right during the season where mm-hmm. he was just like worthless. Like, right. I don't know if it was a yeah, everyone was I, I injured. Know, he had know, just... he lost his confidence, but whatever. And Fluger's back. I mean, play a little yeah. defense. Carmody is good perimeter defender. You know, I don't. T T J yeah. Gibbs was a disappointment, but I'm telling you, come on, hunchbacks. I'm all in on the hunchbacks uh, this year. You know, I think they're they might be placed. In the right spot, <laughs> number seven, and um, that is very high for the media. Bray was so he said this so many times last year. Just wait till next year, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, just we got we got everybody back next year. So I mean, he believes it. I sort of believe it too. And I was looking at alternatives, like who could I put above Notre Dame, Syracuse, no, Pitt, no, Clemson, no, Georgia Tech, heck no. The only team I might bump I'm ahead of could be Miami because I just don't know if. A Larinaga team's going to be down for what right. three straight three years? Straight years. I, just, yeah, don't I, I don't know that. if they're going to be down for three straight years. So yeah, you get when you get down towards like I've got Miami above this? Notre Dame, so I have Notre Dame at eight. Actually, you have them at eight. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's fine. I mean, the the bottom of the ACC is a struggle this year, so I, it's all about schedule. <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna fly through the bottom. Yeah. Don't you worry, <laughs> Taylor. I'm sorry. We're, we're gonna cut <laughs> your mic off. All right, next who, team. Who's who's next? Oh, I believe it's me. Oh. Who do you got? The Syracuse Orange. Oh, next. gosh. UVA's finest rival in the ACC. Well, that's who they open against. Yeah. They're going to start 1-0. So they the have Syracuse Hughes Orange. as a creator, and that's it? Elijah Hughes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, We don't have Tyus Battle involved anymore. Right. We don't have Brissett right. involved anymore. Right. We don't have Chuck Wu, unfortunately. He was a big part of our lives for oh, multiple years. I love years. Chuck Wu. They have a replacement for Chuck Wu, though. They've they've been stashing somebody, just to let you know. Did Dolajay get bigger? No. No, Sidibe will play that position. He's oh. been injured like all the time. Oh, I like Sidibe. He's never been healthy, but he'll play. Yeah. He'll, he'll be good. Well, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm glad you guys have that pronunciation, because I was going to ba- say Sidibe. I, <laughs> no, I, I actually think your, that pronunciation is correct, what you said. I just messed it up. Oh, no, really? Sidibe is right. Uh, I don't know. So, they actually, shout out to the uh, Syracuse, like, SID team or whatever because I think they actually did. I watched it in preparation. They did a little video where they where had they the, actually the players like talk to the camera and pronounce pronounce their own names because they got Quincy Guerrier. Totally messed it up even after I said that. But mm-hmm. from he's from Quebec, you know, French Canadian. We don't have enough French Canadians in this league. Um, freshman, you know, so big, strong dude. Like I, okay. I think he's supposed to be good. They but, do have one of the top. They have one of the only five shooters in the league this year, yeah, b- <laughs> buddy. buddy. <laughs> so that's what they go for him. Fucking buddy, so, man. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. 
<laughs> so we have a bad card of Hughes and Buddy. <laughs> could be worse. It really could be worse, all right? This is where it gets a little shady. They've got Quincy. Can someone help me? Gary. Yeah, Gary, that's oh, right. Gary, okay. Just say it. Yeah, right. Gary. Gary. He's literally a bricklayer. Mm-hmm. I think he shoots like 10% from three. Mm-hmm. For looking at like high school combined. <laughs> so that's not great. No. But he's really athletic. So. Right, right. Great. Um still they still don't run an offense. Um here's one theory of mine. I feel like Jimmy Beheim at this point of his life and career is not in the lab trying to fix the Syracuse offense. I feel like he's in the Hamptons over the summer or enjoying the the fine weather of upstate New York somewhere right, at, at right. a lake. I'm pretty sure that's what's happened the last mm-hmm. 10 years, much less um, this past season. Right. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's there since he he doesn't have that much ammunition this year. If there was ever a year to go back in the lab, it was yes, last year, but he didn't do that. So um, I've also heard some whispers that uh, Syracuse might play as a man this year. I hear it every year. I, I hear it every Ooh, year. This might be the year. This is it? The problem is if they play man, can Buddy stay on the court? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who's he going to guard? <laughs> can, he, can he stay on the court if they play zone on defense? I mean, I mean, he did last year. Yeah. I, I I like Jalen Carey though. I mean, I think Dolage. I'm probably not going to start for this team. I don't really know why. Yeah, yeah I'm like surprised. Really, I think he should play. He really play. struggled last year. I mean, he's just too. He's too small. Yeah, you know, he's too skinny. He's, he's the opposite of Doe Strength. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. which is tough for me. Yeah, that is because I like his game, especially in this ACC this year. That's going to be. He's a really good shooter, and I just wish he would like kind of hunt for his three point shot more. Because mm. um, he's okay. probably their best shooter. I've got Syracuse I, I, at nine. Those are my points. I'm cautiously optimistic. A little more optimistic. Don't they than always? You. Don't they like generally finish ninth? Ever since the uh, the final four run, yeah, they had one good. Well, year. Last year they yeah. didn't finish all. I think ninth. they're going to be a little higher than that. I mean, no, who, who do you, who are you bumping? I don't know yet. I, ha- I haven't really well, figured I mean, all the. What is that supposed out. to mean? Are you going to bump your NC State Wolfpack? No. Or are you going to bump Notre Dame? No. You're going to bump Florida State? No. You have them at six. So who are you bumping? I don't know. Miami, I guess. I'll, I'll I, figure it out. You're bumping, I like, down to you're bumping it. the Laranegas. How dare you? I like Syracuse Get on to brand. finish. I'll say they finished sixth. I think they finished a little above expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little bit worried about Elijah Hughes as the main guy who. Bayheim is why he was fine last year (laughs) doing the solo offense last year. I don't know. They finished ten and eight in the ACC last year, and they were terrible. And the solo offense from him like leads to just poor shot selection, and it's it's going to be even more pronounced this year because he's going to be asked to do even more. Okay, now maybe some of those other guys will step up, but to the Miami Hurricanes. I wonder who's previewing this. Let me talk to you about the real team. Hold on, we're gonna. Go to my poem about Miami. <laughs> you ever been to Coral Gables? No. Yeah, I went last year. Did you? I loved it. Oh, Coral Gables. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. My mom got her master's down People there. People are she smoking the, cigars outside she, she coached the uh, She coached a cheerleading team for a couple of years when I was like a, a small child from the age you of are, like two to four. You're thoroughly a Florida man who got away early enough that you didn't devolve into a true Florida right, man. If that right, makes yeah, sense. I mean, I was born and raised in Dade County. I'm a Dade County kid. You are. Okay. I was and running that, that, through that, the marshes. That hurricane got you out, and you <laughs> yeah. got some, Damn some right. culture. Am I offending Since you're Florida? pulling up the poem, I'm going to start with the leading No, I got you. Let me, let me give you. it to you. Okay. okay. Uh, I like Miami this year. <laughs> this is Surprise. Gonna this is going right. to win a, an award. This poem. <laughs> I like Miami this year. All right, here's the big thing. Okay, Chris likes his back. You're Anthony Lawrence, Zach Johnson, Zundu, are gone. Azundu, I think, is your biggest loss down low. Chris likes his back. I'm serious. I uh, 
Vasilovich. Is Dan Gak still Dan there? Dan Gak and Wardenberg are both going to be, I think, maybe projected starters with likes and Vasilovich. Player of the year candidates right there. You just I, mentioned. I think some great transfers. Vasilovich. Cameron McGusty from Oklahoma. Uh, what uh, about Beverly? Oh, McGusty's actually very good. We're getting to it. Hold on. I think he's a. I think he's a pretty good transfer there. Uh, pretty aggressive. Doesn't turn the ball over. Keystone uh, from Florida. He I can don't shoot. think Keystone's going to play this year. He is going to play this year. Is he? he oh, well, I love. He Keystone. did not play on their trip to Italy, of which oh, okay. fantastic pictures on Lake Cuomo of the Miami team. If you want to oh, check them out, I've been it's there. Fantastic. It's great. Me and uh, you know George Clooney has a house. Yeah. <laughs> You're so Florida. <laughs> Where he met a mall. I. He's a. Keystone is a good three-point shooter, and I think he can go to the he rack. Was, like, he was a great three-point yeah, shooter. Yeah, and he's he a very ACL aggressive. Yes, he's yeah. coming off ACL surgery. Um, I think he's better on the perimeter than like big guys like him usually are. Um, I think he's going to be great. The freshmen, Isaiah Wong, Harlan Beverly, Banth, Beverly, and Anthony Walker, people expect you know pretty good things from them. Isaiah Wong is a quick dude. I watched some of his highlights. He's He'll be a good point guard backup. Like He's a good passer, quick, fast on the court. Uh, Walker, all his highlights are just him catching lobs and dunking the ball. Is Mac still there? Yeah, uh, no, Anthony Mac is gone. Oh. Um, but I just, I so last year was the first losing season for Jim Laranega at Miami. Mm. Wow, and ever at Miami, wow. and so I think there's I, a fire lit. Nah, I don't know about that, okay. but I like a rebound year. I like some of these transfers coming in. I like the freshmen to make a little. We love impact. everyone. We love everyone. I just think they're gonna. <laughs> I think they have a little balanced team. The question is going to be, can they get some of these guys to play defense? Larinaga said in a recent pref- press conference on his trip to Italy that uh, he was worried a little bit about some of the freshmen playing defense, but I think they're going to have some of the pieces later in the season. I expect them to put it together. Oh, defense isn't that big a deal. No. Okay, here's what I like about this team. They're older. Older Larinaga teams tend to do better. The case example being the 2013 team, which won the ACC title uh, with Larkin and Durant Scott and uh, Kenny, a sax player, Kaji. And you're doing it for Don't me forget about this. your boy, Jakiri. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, they're older this year. So, gosh, I, I think Jakiri. that's enough to bump them over Notre Dame for me. And I mean, okay. One yeah. thing I, I think I forgot to mention oh, yeah. the, the front court, you might worry because they lost to Zundu down low. Dominant. <laughs> I think I'm glad you mentioned Sorry. that because that was the first thing I thought of. Dominant. What do they do without? I mean, Zundu? I mean, dominant defensive presence down low. But uh, Rodney Miller lost 45 pounds in the off season. He's red shirt coming off. You know, not playing. Were you last just year. watching like Instagram workout videos of him? Just like, oh, get that weight down. No, but I I am watching the interviews. <laughs> That's what Taylor works out to in the background. So, uh, I, I Forget just, about Peloton. Taco Tuesday. They're going to lose some of that down low. <laughs> I expect them to come in and uh, Walker and Gak and Miller fill in a little bit of that role. Uh huh. I just I like the pieces here. There may be a if they were really good this year, it'd be a year ahead of schedule. I think. Next okay, year Mike is projection. Ah, uh, are they I'm right gonna, and nine? I think I think I'll give eight. I'll, I'll give me. Oh, well, yeah, I've got them in seven. In, so. I just think they sneak into seventh. Uh, to the tenth team on our list, projected by uh, the wonderful members of the media, the Pit Panthers. Ooh, the Pit Panthers. Backdroppers. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I love. You know, Taylor noted that he did some notes for the podcast. He wrote one note about Pit. They'll be bad. <laughs> 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 You know, I do a little 
research to throw you guys some talking points. Which I think is a little unfair. And they're for terrible. Pitt. You know, they. I think that they actually have a chance. They played hard last year. They, they played hard. They played too hard. I think they got oh, totally God. worn out. My notes are Seven so terrible. People. Yeah, they they were not um, they were not able to continue what what ended up as kind of a promising start uh, for them. But you know, I I don't know. Every everything for um, for Pitt kind of revolves around Xavier Johnson. We did like Xavier me. Johnson. Yeah, really. I mean, I I just think he's such a great competitor. I think he's. In a in a league that has guards that are lacking, I think Xavier Johnson is a beacon of hope. I also I do like Trey McGowan's, uh, which you, who you also noted, Taylor. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, you're right; they don't really have a lot. But you know, it's not really Capel's team yet. I think I think they struggle a little bit again this mm-hmm. year. Um, I I don't see them as a top ten team. I think going they get forward. one big home upset this year. Yeah, that didn't happen last season. We were waiting for it. We were all hoping for it, and it right. just didn't happen. I think they, they get one this year. How do you feel about them opening with an upset? I'm telling you, I don't like this. Are they Flo- playing? I don't really like Fat this. Fat Thor wants to know who they're playing. Florida State. There's like Florida State. <laughs> I love shorting Florida State. You, yeah, you could just kind of short Florida State on the road. I, I like mean, shorting Florida State in January more than um, November, though. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I just don't think this Florida State team is that good. I'm actually looking for. I'll be taking the Pitt Panthers to win this game. That's my sort of like how you took Pitt at West Virginia last year at our yeah. little, little excursion. Yeah, and you that... kept going back to the window like five <laughs> times. And like, going back for more money line pit action. <laughs> going back again. Going back again. I mean, people make six mistakes. trips to the window like yeah. during the game where they were trailing by twenty. You're like, yeah, I'm going back for more money line. Well, I like those odds. <laughs> well, you know, they closed with an eight, and we were ha- we were having like a moment. Yeah, well, they did cover that game. They, I mean, they didn't 11, get them. We were all over line. the money line. Yeah. yeah anyway. Well, whatever. Okay. I mean, if um, anyways, but, but that Panthers, said, the, if you're going to make the case for him, it's that Johnson and McGowan's are great backcourt. Mm. I, I think I would say they're great. I think they're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Murphy, the transfer, is a great shooter coming mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrell Brown, down low. I, I, think li- I like. I think it's pretty good. All right, we got to move on. Next team. All right, are we on to? That's Clemson? enough. I'm Who who is the team? <laughs> Clemson? Well, Brad Brownell's not in the contract a year, so that says a lot to me. Oh, dude, That's all what I need a to bad, know. What a bad re-sign by Clemson. Do you think they regret it now? Well, that was like, a Sweet 16. Who, who did they push? Kansas that year? Um, who, I don't know. I had serious money on that game. That it was uh, No, they beat Auburn. They no, beat covered. the snot out of Auburn. Well, then, well they eventually... Um, Covered against somebody good. They played in the Sweet 16. I remember that. Oh, man. They, they really whooped some. That was oh, two years great. ago. Yeah, Let me tell, tell you all yeah. you need to know about Clemson this okay. year. Please. What's You're on the next? clock. What's next? Okay. Please do. They won the gold medal in the World University Games in Italy oh, wow. this year. Now, I visited Is that some... just playing other Italian colleges? I, I don't know. I visited some <laughs> websites. Google Translate doesn't work as well as it is advertised. <laughs> also, they need to update. You know, the, a lot of 2015 stats from Italian semi-pro teams. Okay. Regardless, uh, that's great. Um, this is a Mere Sims team. It's going to be a oh, Mere Sims. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, say it one more time so all the listeners hear it. This is a Mere Sims' team. That's his, uh, Mere Sims is the guy here, baby. Uh Oh, no. Dabo Sweeney ain't walking through that door. <laughs> you know, I have a, I have some, mm, I will call them, I have some close friends who named their first trial. It's going to be Clemson the parade QB. game this year Sorry. if Clemson wins oh. the title. You know how we have the parade game every now and then? We've had mm-hmm. two in the last three years, right? Right. That's what right. I'm looking forward to. We need to figure out when the, you know, the parade game's going to be. Yeah, that, that is, that's a good question. Uh, all right. So this is a Mere Sims team. 
Plus yes. some transfers, plus John Newman the third. So Tevin Mack, you might know him from his hits. From in plus Karan Scott, Alabama, not to be confused with Ed Texas. Scott. Great reference, by the yeah. way. That was before you were watching basketball. Uh Kayvon Moore from Texas Tech, Nick Honor from Fordham, Curran Scott from Tulsa, although I don't Listen, think he's going to play, probably Taylor, not eligible. You need to do a better job than just reading the roster, okay? I, I we got to know these people. Uh, I don't think Tevin Mack is that great. I think he's okay. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to bring to him. He could be a steady hand. I who Who's going to score the points? Yeah, so... <laughs> and uh, Alamir Dawes is a freshman. Uh, who is expected to start along with some of those guys and, and Chase Hunter, um, another freshman. Super Clemson is... is an, oh, Chase Hunter's actually a beast. They're an under yeah. team this year. So, Rock Fight, we're tossing teams into the Rock right. Fight basket. They're involved. Virginia's definitely involved this year. Who are our other Rock Fight teams? Syracuse, yeah, they're involved. Yeah, I mean, I think I think also Notre Dame. I think I think that they're kind of a rock fight team. I think well, you'll see a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of unders. A lot anyway, of unders for Georgia Dame. Tech. Oh yeah, they're known for it. Clemson. <laughs> uh, they lost to your boy Marquise Reed. He yeah. was underwhelming last year. They lost Elijah Thomas, who we all loved. He was a you know a fan favorite or right. no a podcaster favorite. Right, right. So that's not good. Um, when they lost Clyde Trap out for the season with surgery, yeah, so that right. Sucks. Yeah, right. It was going to be Clyde Trap's team. <laughs> This team is going to be. Um, they're they're going to. You know what? I feel like I'm the only person giving Clemson their due. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've looked at our podcast demographics, and there are 17 piece, people that listen to us in South Carolina. Oh, exactly 17. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, guys. Check Let out. Let me call my friends who live in Greenville, and we'll talk to them about Clemson. Well, Look. the only chance Clemson has is if um, we start hearing rumors about the the seat being hot again, and I think that could turn their season around. So you can always hope for that, Clemson fans. Yeah. So maybe you'll start some rumors. I think they're going to. Win rock fight games. They're going to slow the ball down. Okay. Yeah. Attack people. But, but beneath feed it the, through a under the top ten of the ACC. It's oh, time absolutely. to preview the yeah. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, also known as the Fighting Passners. Uh, here's something that I've been thinking about concerning this team since uh, they were assigned to me. Players don't really grow and get better in the Georgia Tech system. Mm. Did Josh Akobe really get any better? Yeah, no. Coach like, oh, is man, like they, a stud they, in the in the NBA right now. But yeah, because he actually has a real coach. Now, um, oh no, oh, Josh was clear to those allegations also in the offseason. Josh He's, also wears lowriders. I mean, he wears you know like the old school '90s basketball pants yeah. down to the ankles. I do respect yeah. that. I mean, I I know that because I slipped into a a practice late because I was doing a Georgia Tech game um, on the women's side. So I, I that shout out to Passner and the uh, the low hanging shorts. Um, <laughs> But do we really think like Jose Alvarado is going to get better? I'm just looking at track record of players growing in the system and turning into really good. They're like, oh man, got a lot of young talent. Look out for that team in a couple of years. But it never happens. Right. They all stay the same. They can't learn. Nobody learns to shoot. Nobody learns to score. It's just going to be the same old Georgia Tech team, and they're going to be bad. Um, they were 30.7 percent behind the arc. That was only that was penultimate in the league. Duke was the only worst three point shooting team. Um, if the line moves back, I really think that actually hurts them this year. <laughs> so, um, do you want to talk about the rest of this roster? I mean, I mean I've always been a James Banks fan, so I mean, I we, think could, we Jordan, could talk about him a little Jordan bit. James Usher Banks. might be actually a, a, an integral piece of this system because he has not been under the Passner coaching curse. He's been under the USC system from I'm blanking on his name. Come on. Um, Florida Gulf coach. Andy. Yes, Andy. Come on. We're you not this it. old. Andy something. I don't know. I have no e. idea what you guys are talking Andy about. Andy E. 
Yeah. Um, so I think he'll be ni- a nice player. Well, but this team is. I mean, I'm telling you, pick and roll, Alvarado, James. At least Banks, he didn't lose anybody. Lob City. Yeah, I think they I lose, think they're gonna be fine. They I, lost I, all field. Dude, I really think Michael Devoe is. They also, lost 13 uh, points of scoring. I think like he, that's actually the only feather in the cap I can think of. I think you have three potential All ACC third team players on this team. I think Alvarado, that's high praise. Alvarado, Devoe, and James Banks. James Banks might be your conference defensive it's, player. Hey, the it's year. the year of the big. I'm telling you. I'm so telling and you, he fits in that. Mold. He can he can guard man, and he can. I I just I actually really like this Georgia Tech team. I think they're going to really? finish in the top half of the league, and I think they're really going to surprise people. Okay. I, not, I just I like Devoe and I like Alvarado and I like Banks. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about the rest of the team. You know, I'll have to see how the rest of them all kind of fit in together. But you know, I know that those three players are. are yeah, really, Alvarado, Devoe, and Banks are your main guys. Yeah, they're they're great. Banks players. Banks skilled score. This thing is last season, their offense was still terrible. It was mm-hmm. really right. bad. They're, I think their defense is still going to be there. I think that's so just, too. That's a passer thing. They're going right. to be like top fifty in Ken Palm in the nation in defense. They're just, in the rock fight basket as well. No matter, We're throwing right. them in. Yeah, with. if they can get some scoring, they'll be pretty good. Maybe Usher. I don't know. The, it's a real shame that they're I, I uh, like banned from ACC and national tourney play this year. Yeah, under that, the that is unfortunate. Which I I say that as a joke, but I actually am. I think they kind of got screwed by the whole system. Like, right. if, if it wasn't. And this Georgia is, Tech, this is for, Georgia this Tech is fans were the, booking their plane flights. They really the, were. Well, yeah, is, yeah. I say this that is for the, the flights and the swag that Akoji and who else? Was yeah, it and got? it's like the whole. Yeah. It's like a. It's a whole thing, right? And right. it's the and Josh Pastner's like whole buddy who wasn't his buddy who kind of has some issues and then went. Was that the guy that accused him of sleeping yeah, with his yeah, wife? Yeah, and yeah. The, we don't the need the to get into suit. it. We don't need to. Well, no, the charges were dropped. They were mutually agreed to uh, to be dropped only like two months ago. So Pastner's going into the season with a clean slate. But they're oh, still banned man. from the postseason. They're going to have, you know, they have all the sanctions. Kind whatever. of weird okay. shit uh, that you to the Boston College Eagles guys. Enough. <laughs> I'll send you a website link. <laughs> Boston College. Uh, is this the year that nope. we have to say goodbye to Jim Christian? Oh, yes, yes. Mm. No, yeah. no way. Jim, yeah. I mean, to yeah. quote to quote a famous person, Jim Christian could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and Boston College would give him a contract extension. <laughs> All right, let me just yeah, <laughs> I love that you have to say Fifth Avenue because you don't know a street in Boston. Well, I was saying the quote, and yes, I don't know a street in Boston. Chestnut I don't know. Hill's Chestnut not Boston. Hill, whatever. It's a little bit different. Look, let me just, I'm going to give you guys something fun to laugh at, similar to our Amir Sims discussion. All right, this is Nick Popovich's team. Okay? <laughs> I didn't expect to laugh because you hyped it up, but you're right, that is funny. And you know uh, what? Ooh, he's not bad. Yeah. He's okay. It's, They're not going to be great. Uh, Kai, Kai and Dominic also, let me throw door. another name. God, this is so similar to Clemson because just like Tevin Mack, let me throw another name at you. Derek Thornton. No way. Derek he with a plays. Y. You of, guys were just talking about USC. Duke and right? USC fame yeah. now back in the ACC with Boston College. Again, he's not good, but he's there. Yeah. I mean, he'll be fine, I guess, kind of. I don't know. So that's great. Maybe Stephen Mitchell takes a step up. <gasps> 
Stefan, I forgot about Maybe him. he's good. Never mind. I don't know. Never mind. This I, team I actually has legs. Jarius Hamilton, maybe. Jared Hamilton, maybe he's good. I don't know. Well, I tell you, they'll be better than Virginia Tech. They'll be better than um, Wake Forest. I don't know. No, wow. no. They'll I be better than Clemson. What a limb. I disagree with all these. <laughs> I think Boston College is way down at the bottom. I don't like any. I think all those teams you name are better than Boston College. Well, and, and you think Wake is better than Boston College? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And... I, uh, I mean, okay, well, wait. Let me put a prop out they there. They still have Winston Tabs. No, no, Winston Tabs is done. No, he's still, oh, you're right. There, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, so when they so lost prop, Winston Tabs, I, yeah. I mean, is, is yeah, the se- is, their season was over. It sucks to loss. say, but yeah, yeah. First prop of the year. First coach fired. Danny Manning or Jim Christian? No, I mean, it'll be Danny Manning for sure. Who gets fired first? Neither. In season, I think, I think both of them. Here is my cynical as hell prop bet. I bet you that this time next year, we're both previewing teams coached by Danny Manning and Jim Christian. <laughs> because Danny Manning's buyout is like $20 million, so they don't want to do that. And no, Jim It's not Christian, that high anymore. Yeah, it's huge. No, it's not. No, no you're, you're thinking last year numbers. Are it's you going sure? down at least okay, five we're gonna mil. Have to, we'll like, fact right? check me. At least four mil. I don't know, but Three mil? it's high. We got to okay. call Guthrie. And, <laughs> <laughs> That's coming. And, and Jim Christian, I mean, he's a good enough coach, I guess, but like nobody wants to play at Boston College. Mm. And I don't know. Yeah, no love. No I mean, love. Jared Dudley's playing for the Lakers now, right? So bring him back. Oh, is he on the Lakers? No, kind of like. That. All right, guys, it's time to talk about a team. Who no, was, I think he's playing for the Lakers. I might be right. It was an overtime win away from the Elite Eight, the Virginia Tech Hokies. Wow. Mike Young led. Good hire. That's yeah, Mike, Mike a, Young. Good I hire. I love Mike Young. Everybody, yeah. everybody loves it. Well, every press You're conference. You're a Wofford Terriers. Yeah, you, you have guys, like sweatshirts. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, if you guys don't know, he's a former coach of Wofford. He's like 79. Grew up in Radford, Virginia, about you know, 10 minutes from oh, Blacksburg. Well, yeah. Lisa Beattie is on the cover. Wow, that's not good. of the um, you know the the little pocket schedules. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, just mentioned. Well, Lisa. It was a thank you. It was a big deal when he came back when he decided to stay. He was he that good? Where he had other no, it was just everybody else left. Oh. Is Jalen Cohn in our top five three point shooters this year? Wow, the new NAW, huh? New new Alexander Walker. Um, I don't know. No, is he? It's is not. He it's guy? not a hard group to get into. Yeah, it's, it's not an exclusive top five group. In the ACC. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. Buddy is like top three. You know, oh, yeah, he's yeah, top Buddy's three, top right? two. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> This is weird. I'm like weirdly excited about this tech team. Oh no. Oh yeah. That's only because okay, they're, they're gonna, gonna be s- gritty and like the buzz first year tech team. They're gonna be scrappy, you know. Stop. They're Just stop. Fighting, I feel seen. I feel seen. Under the lanterns <laughs> of Castle Coliseum. I, they and are, then the chain nets. They're not gonna start anyone over six eight. They're gonna try and shoot with a lot of guys who are nominally good shooters but are all like freshmen or red shirts or injury guys. So no, like, we should call Kim Palm. Landers Nolly, Jalen Cohn, PJ Horn, all these guys had injuries or freshmen who didn't play, you know, Isaiah Wilkins. I, I'm excited. Dude, I'm I actually excited Young. to see Landers Nolly, who was absolutely reamed by the NCAA last year over his ACT scores, was in, unable to play. Yeah. Ineligible. Free Landers Nolly. Finally, I'm excited to see him. Play. I'm I'm really hoping they crack, you know, top ten a little bit higher than. Dude, people. your uh, notes. I'm looking at your notes. Your notes are terrible. Your notes for Virginia Tech say Mike Young is the best. That's all. <laughs> I mean, where is the lie? Because that sounds like just facts to me. Hashtag facts. Taylor, as have the kids you, would have say. you switched professions? Are you now like teaching uh, first grade English? <laughs> no. 
Mike Chung is the best. They wouldn't have me. I don't think I get a teaching job. Yeah, no, no. You're not a man. I like <laughs> I'm NC good... State. That was the start of his poem. I like <laughs> NC State. That was the start of his poem. He's an English major. He's a writer. He's a professional uh, writer. I'll, I'll tell you Editor. what they told me at my last job interview. You're not a good, quote, role model. Did they tell you that? No. no. Oh. <laughs> I was to say that shouldn't matter. See, that would be really off-brand because you always talk about how good of a father you are <laughs> yeah. and how woke of a father you are these days. So, anyway. uh, I don't, this, I don't sit, That makes it sound like I'm bragging. I aspire to be like that. Well, that's enough uh, on that's that team. We, you know what? We, I know we have one team left to preview, and by process of elimination, I'm sure the listeners have figured out who that said team is. But before we do that, we are going to preview the openers. ACC competition in week one, the first time this has ever happened. It's going to be great. And each of us are going to give what we think is the, the best value, our locks. I, mean, I hope we have some different opinions. But yeah, let's go ahead. Taylor, you have the lines. Just read them out, and then we'll process, and then we'll give our picks. All right, here we go. Miami getting seven points against Louisville. And that's in the mythical, wonderful land of Coral Gables. So Miami hosting Louisville in that game. Are Georgia Tech getting seven points against NC State? This game is at the PNC Arena. That's right. Uh, next. Next is? Well, Duke and Kansas. Duke is getting one point against Kansas at MSG, number three versus number four in the country. Right, look, I'll tell you guys, Duke always Duke fans always travel well at MSG. It's it's gonna be pretty much a home game for Duke there. Just as a little side note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all your uh Tuesday games. And now we're moving on to the Wednesday games. Virginia at Syracuse. Virginia, your four point favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only four points. Uh, Mike, just process. Wow. We'll get there. Okay. Uh Florida State at Pittsburgh. Florida State, two point favorites there. Uh Notre really? Dame at North Carolina. North Carolina giving 11 points mm. to Notre Dame. Wow. That's a lot. Wake Forest at Boston College. Wake Forest one-point favorite <laughs> in that game. <laughs> Wait, Wake Forest is favored. That's right. On the road. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I already know my pick. I do have a lock. <laughs> you don't have to keep reading. All right. We're, we're still waiting. I, I, what did I miss? Um, I think I got everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Did about six, you get them all? seven games, right? One, two, I think three, I four, got five, a, six, seven. Florida State at yeah, we did, yeah, we did. Yeah, that. yeah, you okay. got that. Um, two point favorite. Oh, yeah. I like everything. Yeah, man. So where what, do we start? Where's your what's your lock? lock Don't hate it, me for this. I, I like the Virginia Cavaliers at the Carrier Dome. Okay, getting four points. Or Syracuse is never right in November. They're never right in December. They always play at trash non-conference schedule and that's how they rack up wins they've been bad in openers like a couple years ago they dropped a really bad one i can't Mm. remember two who it wasn't like canisius or holy cross or somebody really bad so i think the virginia infrastructure will be readier than syracuse and a lot of new pieces trying to learn the zone four is not enough virginia will be able to shoot over the zone with the bigs i think they score enough points in a rock fight to win by seven points Mm. 47 to 40. It's the game of the night right there. Michael. All right. My my lock is clear as day. Pitt Panthers money line. (laughs) That's the the easiest pick of the night. You'll take your plus 135 and uh, go right to the bank. Uh, I mean, money line and a two-point line? Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Great. That's what I want. 
I'm going to give you two. Notre Dame plus 11 against UNC. I kind of like I that, love too. love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, um, I'm going to go on the opposite side of Mike. And take Florida State, giving two points. Well, none of us are t- none of us are taking <laughs> Boston College as a home underdog against Wake Forest. None of us are doing that. Wow. There's only one man, one man in the world that would be watching that game. With that said, it Is might it be time. time. Yeah. Oh, please. Can you tell us who uh, the next team we're going to preview is? There's only who one man. To say it? <laughs> only one man capable of previewing this team. And we're going to call him surprise right now. The Wake Forest Demon Deacons require a special touch. <laughs> Something special. Uh, he's not going to answer if Luke calls Oh, him. no. We're going to leave a message. This is not from my phone. This is from oh, he, the line. Oh, he doesn't answer unknown calls. Hello? <gasps> Guthrie? Speaking. Guthrie! It's Jaffe. Of the ACC basketball degenerates, do you have a moment to speak? Uh, I, I can't actually. I'm sorry. I just need I need three words on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons for our season preview. Massive dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yes, we had to it. leave this Thank man you. in peace. Thank you, Guthrie. I think that's a wrap. <laughs> Fade it, fade it. Brandon Childress is back, baby. Oh, no, no, Sean D. Brown, I think they they could do some things. Yeah, no, that's I mean, Danny Manning is not a good coach. Keep talking. Words, words. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. What a great start to the 2019-2020 basketball season. We'll be around all season long. We are the ACC Basketball Degenerate. Subscribe on any of the podcast platforms. Apple Music, Stitcher. You know the drill. Email us the email information. You can check us out, Taylor, please. Yeah, uh, send us your questions on email at accbballdegens. Or tweet us. Give us a follow on Twitter. Tweet at us, yeah. At accbballdegens. Yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. Taylor, you got a TikTok account? Facebook. Uh, Not yet, but we're we're working on it. And we'll see you next time. Rex Fluger could fit on that door in in the Titanic Ocean, okay? <laughs> <laughs>